Hey, this is Don M. Williams. You are listening to Research Shows Podcast. This is the Rewind series. That means you've caught us on and off season. So we're actually in between seasons four and five. I'm going to air these episodes once weekly on Mondays at 6 a.m. until season five begins in the winter of 2023. So stay tuned. Don't forget this episode has already aired. So let go ahead and listen. Stay tuned. Please stay tuned. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. A clip from episode 161 of Research Shows Podcast. How long ago was that? When did you start the VV show? Two years ago. Oh, wow. So you was nine. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. This is, I'm just so inspired. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so, all right. So, tell everybody, how is it being a social media influencer? How is that experience for you? It's actually been so amazing because I like to, you know, inspire people, especially at a young age that I am. And I want to inspire, like, kids that's my age or younger and also, like, some adults as well so they can inspire their kids to, you know, I wouldn't say be like me, but be like 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 positivity like have positivity and you know be positive not like don't be negative that is so wonderful entrepreneur thursdays with research shows podcast hello 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 this is your girl dawn m williams you are listening to research shows podcast and this is my two cents this particular episode, I'm going to talk about the importance of technology and automation when you're dealing with being an entrepreneur. Now, I know there is probably millions of entrepreneurs that are single persons, entities with no employees, meaning you're running your own business and you're running off of the funds of the business and you literally don't have money to pay employees like regular payroll. A lot of entrepreneurs are just functioning just like regular middle class or even poor Americans where, you know, you're not rich, you're just functioning, able to make a livable wage with your business. That being said, refusing to embrace technology or automation can work to your detriment. And I'm going to make this a story time episode because of what I saw another entrepreneur do. Now we were going through uh, the uh, purchasing um, our home And I liked the realtor. I met her at a business class. I really liked her. She was an older lady. Old enough to be my mom. So she had to be like in her 60s. About. And the thing about it was. We was not aware of the home buying process. As a lot of people who are first time home buyers are not aware of you don't know all the stuff you're supposed to do but I did have an idea that a lot of stuff can be automated like everything is online like I could fax online email online sign contracts online I don't have to physically come into an office right like how it was 20 30 years ago This lady, you could tell, had not progressed with the times because when we actually found a house that we wanted and um, my husband's 
more picky than I am. Actually, you know what? I think we were both equally picky, but about different things. Me, I was picky about when I pulled up to the house, what I wanted it to look like. Like, I don't want to come home and be upset that I pulled up to my house, especially in dealing with a transaction of that size. Like, if I'm going to pay that much money, I want to feel nice when I come home. I don't want to feel like, oh, here we go again. But he was more concentrated on how the inside of the house looked, how big it was, square footage. Uh, So he wasn't necessarily into that, the outside. But this house, both the inside and the outside was nice. It was a townhouse, but it was so pretty. And it was a lot of people looking at this house. And so when we went through the process of attempting to what they call bring an offer, to whoever the seller was, right? She brought us into the office. I'm talking about our realtor. She didn't have to do that, right? But I kind of figured it, but because I wasn't familiar with the whole process, I just kind of went along with it. So think of what this does to us. I think it was like a Sunday or something. So we got to put our work to the side figure out what we're going to do for dinner. We probably more likely had to order out for dinner or something like that because we was in that office for like easily four, five, six hours. It was some ridiculous amount of time. It was horrible. We, we, of course we, we barely, we probably was drinking some coffee that was in there, whatever it was. It was just a horrible experience. It wasn't no TV in there. It was like her making copies of stuff. And I think she didn't know what she was doing. Well, it was clear she didn't know what she was doing. But the fact, the thing is, is that she wasn't good with automation. And the whole thing about it is, if you're not good with technology and faxing things and doing stuff electronically, the next step should be, let me ask somebody to teach me how to do it. You don't even have to, if you prideful and embarrassed, you can go on YouTube, pull it up. How do you do X, Y, Z? I mean, her doing this my patience level was way higher than my husband he was getting upset and it's I understand why it was understandable why he was getting upset because wh- why are we in here it was stupid like to, to to put an offering you you could do it electronically you don't have to have us physically there but she didn't know how to do none of that stuff so of course somebody outbid us Umar's upset because you know it's like so in a, anyway he ended up was like we about to fire her, bump this, because she had to sign a contract. After that, we refused to sign a contract with anybody, anybody, until we found the house we wanted and that person was about to put an offer. That's when we signed the contract. Up until then, we ain't signing nothing. We did not care. So I had like two or three realtors working for us, which is, I know that's bad. I know one of the realtors was just so upset. Like when I found out that when she found out we was home shopping with other realtors, we'll call Redfin, whatever, whoever was going to show us the house. It didn't matter. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, I remember by the time, okay, let me, before I get to Natalie, Natalie's actually, I think that's episode, she's season two. It was like the season finale of season two. I think Natalie was on when I interviewed her, our realtor. But before we got to Natalie, let me elaborate on the one lady that got upset that we had multiple realtors. And she was like, this is why we had multiple realtors. We go, uh, finally, when she had an attitude, I said, well, you know what? Okay, maybe we'll stick with her. So I go and say, okay, we, I found this house. I want to see this on such and such a day. 
you know, and then she thought, oh, well, I don't have a car and I, I got to pick up my grandson this time. Okay. See, that's unprofessional. In fact, I'm make that the next episode. Stop telling people your business. Like it's none of nobody's business what you got to do in your personal life. Why are you telling me that? It's either you set the date. Okay. I can't come this day. Can we set it for this day at this time? Like, why are you telling me your personal business? That's going to be the next episode, but let's get into Natalie. So when we meet Natalie, Natalie, I probably seen Natalie like maybe three times me and Umar combined from start to finish. The first time Umar met Natalie was when she was showing him homes. I sent him the homes through automation. I sent him the links. Of course, he sent Natalie the links. He found her through automation. No, Umar is old fashioned. I think he called exit realty she was working for exit realty at the time and then they gave her they gave her the their best agent that's what they said we're gonna give you our best agent so natalie met umar and his friend at that time that was time number one the next time after that i personally met natalie when you have to give her the earnest money deposit to show the people that you really want to buy the uh the property you gotta give them like a check or whatever the next time i seen natalie was at the club, no, the walkthrough, which is a day before the closing. And then we see Natalie one final time. This is throughout the whole transaction. Uh, when they went to closing and you signed the contracts in XYZ. Everything that was to be sent over was through automation, faxing, um, emails, uh, filling out the contracts, to, to put the offer, you had to sign contracts. Now, Umar's not good with automation like how I am. So she's like pressing him out. And um, she's, I mean, she's in, hitting me up like almost every day. And I'm like, look, we sign the stuff on the phone. Some of the stuff's on the phone. Some of the stuff we printed out and you can fax back over. So because I'm business, I have a business anyway. I, you got to have some type of fax machine or, or printer in your house where you can scan stuff over. Don't nobody got time to keep going to the staples, paying all that money. No, you need to be able to have basic stuff that you're able to print and send over in auto, by automated means because you're going to lose a sale. You see, Natalie could have easily lost a sale if somebody gets angry right, and don't have enough patience for what your lack of knowledge is and your inability to ask for help. For sale, lack of, lack of knowledge, you're going to lose a sale. That's how I go. You see what I'm saying? So, bam. Um, Because she had everything taken care of, we bought the house, bam, went to closing. She even had to assist us when we was going through some mess with the, uh, one of the players in this whole thing, <laughs> regardless. But I also want to end with this one, a short story on automation. <coughs> it was a point in time where I wasn't, automated and i was taking manual appointments with people calling i pick up the appointment book well see let me tell you something you could miss out i was missing out on deals i was missing out on hair clients because they'll call i forget i'm doing stuff i'm a mother i'm a wife i got businesses i forget to call them back i might not call them back for two weeks or something they done went and got their hair done they like well you don't want to sell because i didn't have any system in place to back me up being a sole proprietor right so what happened was i actually stumbled upon um, set more. I already was set up with set more, but I didn't fully go into it because I just was like stuck in my ways, not trying to progress. I don't know why. And, um, 
I got into it because I had a difficult client who I still do. So I love you to death. I'm not going to say your name, but we was going at it about her not remembering appointments. So that's the only reason why to this very day, that's why I have set more because I had to put her on automated where she gets reminded that she had to set up her own appointments, which brings me to my point. When I'm in my sleep, people are booking appointments paying their deposits and keeping it moving. That's how it should be because you are imperfect as a human being. You're going to mess up. That's just what we are. We are flawed, right? The machines rarely are flawed. So it's better that at least while you're asleep, somebody could make an appointment to either set up a consultation with you. And all you got to do is be ready at set appointment date. You see, as opposed to follow up and sound professional, you might be tired and somebody take offense to the fact that you sounded irritated. Maybe you was irritated with your child or irritated with, you know, uh, some other situation or another client, right? So there is benefit in computer automation and I highly suggest you take advantage of it. It's also cost effective. But if you are the type of person that's old fashioned and wants to stay behind times, and it's not just my elderly people I'm speaking to. I am a millennial, the tail end of millennials. So me, I was stuck in my ways until it was like I was forced to, you know, like a light bulb went off. Like, no, you need to go with the times in regards to automation because if you're trying to get somewhere in your business, right, and you want to be a million dollar business or whatever it is, and you're you're operating the exact same way, refusing to budge, insanity is keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. You got to change. You have to change. And, you, you know, this is something that is important. Automate all your stuff. People should automatically fill out forms so you ain't got to do nothing. Google Forms. Um, that's free. And then once they fill out the form, send them a link. So put, take the ball and bounce it back to them. Take the proverbial ball, bounce it back to them so that they can't ever say it's your fault. Do you understand what I'm saying? So for example, somebody might fill out a whole form of interest. Oh, I'm interested in working for you. or I'm interested in making an appointment or I'm interested in this, whatever form you made. Like I just made forms for the wholesaling. Are you an investor? How much did you want to do? Uh, what property are you interested in? And after they fill that out and it hits my email and I review it, I'm going to send them a link. Hey, how you doing? Here goes a link. Set up an appointment so we could do our call. Then it's up to them. Then it's back up to you. The ball is back in your court. Now you have to show up to that appointment. And most times it should be virtual and it should be on the phone. Sign up for it. Follow through. And automation will help you get there. I'm telling you. It, it covers you in all um, areas. Like I said in the previous couple episodes, it covers you in regards to um, being audited by the IRS. And it also covers you in regards to being sued. So can't nobody lie and make up some stuff. It helps your business run smoothly, especially my entrepreneurs who are mom and pop shops or small business owners who cannot afford a full multi-million dollar staff like Elon Musk. Okay. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Okay, everybody. Like I said at the beginning, this is part of the Rewind series. Don't forget, if you would like to listen to more episodes, just head on over to the research departments with an S.com. Click on research shows podcast. If you're interested in being a guest, you can use the exact same link and 
we will get back to you at our earliest convenience because as i said before we're not filming right now we're not recording so other than that thank you so much for listening again and have a wonderful day on purpose